Hello and welcome to Wake Up Our Faith. This is the show where passion, purpose, and dreaming big challenge common sense. We like to think of it as a conversation to shed light on the upside of upside down living. My name is Matt Ham. With me every week is uh, my uh, partner in Uprint and good friend Kevin Adams. Uh, Kevin and I have, are the co-founders of Uprint, a faith and personal development organization. That's the context of this show. Uh, we like to help people walk out their faith, wake up their faith between Sundays. We provide some ideas and thoughts of diving into that and uh, encourage you guys to tune in and uh, let us know where you're listening from and you know, converse with us here in the in the comments, and uh, we would love to do that. Thank you for tuning in today. Uh, we're brought to you by Wilmington's Big Talker, 106.7 FM, WFBT. Thanks to Nick Craig in studio uh, for producing today. Our show is made possible by our corporate partners, uh, one of them being Dr. Greg Veeman of Seacoast Skin Surgery and his ministry, Everlasting Strength. Dr. Veeman has so much going on. You can check him out on the web at everlastingstrength.org or give him a call, 910-256-2100. Intros aside, hey, hey, what's happening, my friend? Uh, <clears throat> a lot of good things, some negative ones too, but we'll, <laughs> we'll, uh, uh, we'll, we'll it's flying the champagne, right? That's Just right. cast it aside and drink the champagne. Get some protein in there. Yeah. <laughs> Consider it protein, there right? There you go. That's a good nourishment. Keto. <laughs> Diet. Oh man! Uh, yeah. What uh, What have we got today, Kev? For our For our loyal listeners here to wake up our faith. What are we diving into? Well, we want to um, talk about uh, kind of this idea. We've talked about it before. We're just going to put a different look on it, a different view. But uh, it, it, taking a tragedy and turning it into a trajectory. So um, we, we can define that a little bit. Tragedy can mean something really, really awful. But a lot of us act like things are tragic when maybe they're not mm. so much. But no matter what, it's, it's really a, a difficult circumstance in your life. can be incredibly difficult, life-changing. But everything can be used for good. So turning it into a trajectory or a blessing to change the world or improve others' lives is really the, the best way to uh, get revenge, I guess. Yeah. Heavenly, heavenly uh, vindication, mm. uh, we win. So, you know, I, when uh, recently had the TEDx talk up in Chicago, and one of the key points there was this idea that, that you've um, presented that we have as an organization mm -hmm. is the idea that we have to live for something that matters a thousand years from now. Yeah. And we've got to live it out a thousand seconds at a time. That's right. Which gives us this without a vision, the people perish, the big mm -hmm. thing, but yeah. also carrying it out in the moments of, you know, every every day, multiple times throughout the day. And one of the things that you said that was really impactful for me that I wanted to bring up is stewarding your moments well. I love that phrase and I love that idea. Um, because that's, that's essentially our role and responsibility to me as believers is to be great stewards of the moments that we're given. Mm -hmm. And so that's a great launching point into this whole idea of tragedy and how we navigate it. Yeah, yeah. So the first thing to do, I think, before we get into... Uh, so, so there's this idea, there's a theme. Turn something bad uh, into something beautiful. It's, it's beauty for ashes. Very biblical. Uh, so 
but let's let's first before we get into like step one of this because there's a lot to it we we won't fit it into a show but let's define tragedy and honor people who've been through some tragic things mm. and then to kind of define it um but also put it back into context <coughs> excuse me um for uh, you know, anyone can call or feel like something is tragic in their life. So a big, uh, difficult way to look at this would be uh, there's a there's a, um, a special out right now. Uh, it, it's about the Central Park Five. Uh, these these guys, these four guys, they're middle aged now. These uh, young African American guys back in '89 were accused of rape in Central Park and. Uh, it's a it's a horrible yet awesome amazing story. They were vindicated. It they had to they went to prison. They were convicted, mm-hmm. and they they had the coercion. Um, they they confessed uh, sort of, but it was coerced. And and uh, so Ken Burns and his daughter did a documentary three or four years ago, maybe five years ago on this, and uh, I saw that, but mm-hmm. I had forgotten about it. But now there's a drama about it. So it's, I think it's called uh, uh, When They See Us. Anyway, the point is, is that is a tragedy. Mm. And there's one guy in particular that uh, he was tried as an adult. He was only 16. Mm. Uh, and just uh, he just came along for the ride uh, to be a support to his friend. The police said, hey, why don't you come on down to the station to support your friend? This guy ended up in Rikers, and he was in there for – a long time. He's out. They're all out now. They're all vindicated, but you can't get that part of your life back. I mean, yeah. it's, it, I mean, it'll break your heart if you watch it. Hmm. Uh, definitely recommend it. Um, but all I'm saying in a long winded way is this is a tragedy. Like hmm. this is kind of on the world stage. This is a big deal. Yeah. Penultimate. Like this is the biggest deal that could, you know. Yeah. You take someone's life, life away, part of their life, a big piece of it, and, and a lot of things that go with that. It's not just time. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's just a psyche. I mean, it's a mess. Yeah, but uh, and we get mad when our internet doesn't load quickly. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and that's a tragedy. So, so we want to put this in proper perspective. Sure. So check that out. But that is tragic. Uh, now, uh, these guys are doing great things with it, hmm. uh, and they were awarded a, a large settlement after years. But uh, we can come back to that. But the point is, is that <laughs> that's sort of the ten on the on the. Uh, you know, and and I, I know some folks who who lost a, a child, and and that's mm. you know that's right that's up, there up there too. What we went through, um, my wife and I, we came very close to losing a child. Uh, you know, when my youngest was in utero, uh, we also lost our livelihood, and basically twenty years of hard work, uh, everything was gone. Uh, after that in 08. So it wasn't your typical 08 story. It was very difficult. So there's another level, you know, maybe that's a seven, uh, six, seven. And then there's, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, I lost my, my golf membership, right? Mm-hmm. So there, there's, there's all kind of levels of this. And that, that last one was just kind of a tongue in cheek. Sure. But whatever you're facing, uh, there are very difficult things. You lose a, a career. Uh, yeah. You, you, uh, you have, uh, you know, uh, cancer, something like that. You know, you've had a that diagnosis and had to deal with that and face that and feel that. So all of these things are potentially tragic to us because they steal, 
they apparently steal our lives from us in one fashion or another, something that we love. So that that's sort of the definition. Yeah. Um, but we're not going to throw it all in the same pile and act like, you know, what uh, these guys went through in Central Park 5, that, that we understand that, because we don't. Mm-hmm. But we do have our own form of it. Yeah. So we we still can make good out of that, just like these guys have done. So that's sort of the... It's a lot to so say. So would you say, would you say for, for those that are tuning in, and we appreciate those who are listening live and watching live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, uh, feel free to let us know where you're listening from. And add in the comments, too, like things that you might have gone through, because it would be cool to yeah. interact with folks and hear from people about stuff. I mean, yesterday, yeah. I remember I was in one of these little groups on Facebook, and I was talking with somebody, and, and, and she had posted that she had lost her job. Yeah. After three years. Mm-hmm. And, and she was saying I was dealing with shame for being let go. And, you know, it's just struggling. Sure. It was a real struggle. Yeah. And, and immediately the Holy Spirit just put it on my heart that, you know, Jesus' ministry was three years long. And after three years, his life <laughs> right. ended in what looked like was a tragedy. Yeah. And I just told her kind of a word. I just said, I want to encourage you that I believe right now in reading this, the Spirit's mm-hmm. put it on my heart, that God wants to use this mm-hmm. as, a, as a way of birthing something in you. Yeah. And I don't know what that means. I sure. just felt compelled to share that with her. Yeah. But I think it's important for us to grab hold of what you're saying is, mm-hmm. is almost ranking or being honest Mm-hmm. Uh, sober about the level of tragedy? Would you say that's a, a healthy first step? Well, yeah, I, I think the, the point of, of saying all that was to to put it into a context. So we're not comparing ourselves. We yeah, don't yeah. need to do that. Right. We need to understand that people go through different levels of pain, and we, and we need to respect that. That said, the whole idea here is something that is apparently a tragedy for you that, that the enemy means to be tragic, mm-hmm. God wants to turn into a trajectory. Yes. So he in the universe with this, um, and you get to choose to do that. Yeah, that's So, so that's, the, that's the point of it, not ultra-defining uh, what a tragedy is. It, a lot of that's just disclaiming it because, you know, you get people going, well, that's not really, you know. <laughs> I had somebody, you know, try to do that with my story years ago, and I'm like... Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. So we don't want to do that to each other. But we come back and we can really dig into this. But yeah. that, that sets the stage for it. No, I think it's fantastic that God wants to use your tragedy as a trajectory to leave um, kind of his imprint on the universe through you. That's a powerful thought, guys. That's what yeah. we're talking about today. Wake up our faith. Matt Ham, Kevin Adams, back for more right after this. Hey, this is Matt Ham, one of the co-founders of Uprint. And I wanted to let you know about the Portable Faith Community. Wake Up My Faith is a content-rich, portable community that helps you effectively live out your faith on a daily basis. By removing the common obstacles of too little time and missed opportunity, the Uprint team now makes it incredibly simple to wake up your faith each day in a high-quality way. We offer three membership options to help you get plugged in right where you are, as well as high-quality courses and one-to-one mentoring. Go to wakeupmyfaith.com to learn more. That's www.wakeupmyfaith.com. Hello, and welcome back to Wake Up Our Faith, the show where passion, purpose, and dreaming big challenge common sense. We like to think of it as a conversation to shed light on the upside of upside-down living. Matt Ham, Kevin Adams with you every single Wednesday. The show is rebroadcast on Sundays, Wilmington's Big Talker, 106.7 FM, WFBT. Also podcasted to iTunes and Spotify. 
just want to encourage our listeners, like there's a hundred hours of content, great content um, that you can go back and, and digest. It's all free. Uh, it's just us kind of pouring out some thoughts to help you bridge that gap between Sundays. And um, that's why we're here, right? Um, and that's one of the challenge questions we have for our folks at Uprint. Why are you still here after you've been saved? This uh, show is made possible by our corporate partners. We want to thank them for being a part of this with us. One of those being our good friend Chris Riley and the team at Fountain Financial Associates. They're in the business of giving clients and families a better life, and they like to call it keeping promises. You can give them a call at 910-256-8882. So, Kev, today uh, we're talking about um, allowing God the space, I guess, and and the the willingness, you know, from us letting go of our will to let him turn a tragedy into a trajectory. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a powerful thought, so let's can yeah. keep going with that. Well, I think the, the idea is we have a choice. Um, and, uh, you know, we've got some really good examples uh, in the world to look at, to go, wow, that's amazing. That person went through that. And they're doing. They've got just such a good heart, and they're doing something great with it. Now that's sort of the trajectory idea. Mm-hmm. And you see those rare individuals that do that. Um, you know, it's pretty common uh, in in the the Christian circles to you know look heroically at, at these folks. So it's not a new idea, but we're just drilling down into it because at whatever level something is tragic to you which is a really heavy word, anything can become uh, something great mm-hmm. and beautiful for God and His people. So that said, uh, you want to, you, you have to start somewhere. So part of that is um, just this is almost seems like a, a baby step, but it, and it kind of is, but it starts with, uh, you, know, how, you know, how do you steward your entire moment, your moment to do this? starts with how do you steward your focus? What are you focusing on? Mm. And I mentioned to you earlier, I, <laughs> I was in the uh, the water, the ocean the other day. Uh, the waves are pretty flat, pretty crap, but uh, but it was water's warm, and so I'm out there just goofing around. And, <laughs> and I, I was so jacked up on complaint. I, I just really had a lot going on lately, uh, as you know, and, and just um, it was just I got into complaint spirit and even mm. being a veteran and, and all that. So I <laughs> dunking myself in the water. I said, Lord, I've just baptized myself of the spirit of complaint. <laughs> I kept having to do it. I'm teasing, you know. I, it was just to get me laughing and just be thankful to our Lord for what he's done instead of... But you got to do what you can. you got to retrain your focus. Mm. And so it doesn't mean you don't have a moment where you, you, you tell your spouse, hey, this is really hard, or you're your business partner, your good friend, hey, man, I'm, I'm having a tough week, and, and it's okay. But you can't dwell in that, that mm-hmm. place. So re, uh, stewarding your focus. Um, and so, you know, we've got some points here to walk through, but that's sort of the idea. So, so I want to I highlight, um, you know, you mentioned somebody, there are people in history. We step oh, yeah. into this. Yeah, I, I'd, sure. like, I'd like to highlight someone kind of as a marker. I mean, sure. not that we're, you know, idolizing yeah. this person, but who's oh, somebody that jumps off the page to you? Well, God, there's so many, um, but it, you know, I'm going to go back to what I started with and uh, check out this this movie when they see us. Yeah. Uh, but the, the the one guy that was in there the longest that just just got a sweetheart in him, 
and uh, he's a slow learner. He's really he's not he's smart, but he's he's just tender. His name's Corey Wise, and uh, he there's an I mean it just destroyed this guy's life. He just handled it. Probation uh, hearings came up, and they said if you show remorse for you know there's a good likelihood. And he said, you know, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. He stood his ground. He stayed in that place and mm. was just, uh, just a horrifying event. I mean, prison isn't just hanging out doing time. It's a horror show, apparently. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, we can only guess at that. This guy lived through it, didn't deserve it at all. So this reminds me of Jesus. Mm. This guy, man, he's, he, he got a big settlement finally. Now, he's just so humble. Check him out. His name's Corey Wise. He started an innocence project to help other people. Good fella. Yeah. And uh, anyway, so that's yeah, a hero. It's powerful. But, but uh, a lot of people don't know him. Yeah. But uh, check that out because uh, that's a that's a great example. Yeah. So 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 in looking at that kind of stewarding your focus, go ahead and getting getting honest and clear about what you're going to focus on um, instead of not focusing on the the negative, the complaint, etc. Um, how do we begin to walk this out? Yeah, well, you know, we've got great these well-known people like uh, uh, Mandela, sure, you know, um, or MLK. Yeah, it, there's just people that have been through a lot uh, in in Ivorisa. So we're not. Let's bring this down to earth. I mentioned Corey Wise because he is a, to me a personal hero at this point after seeing his story. But Eagles uh, or. Just anything, it, it's all important to God. Mm-hmm. We don't need to diminish it by comparing it yeah. to these other people who've been through incredibly difficult things. So I think it for all of everybody, you can only bite off one piece of that elephant at a time. Mm. One day, one moment at a time. All right? So redirecting your focus, these are the points. Uh, and this went out in our, our text in our Portable Faith community this morning. So if you focus on how much God loves you, then your love for him will grow from that. If you focus on his patience with you, your mind will learn to rest. If you focus on how much he likes you, your heart will learn to listen. And the last one is if you focus on his faithfulness toward you, you'll learn to walk with him. And each footstep already counted with a ready place to land. So those are the points, and we can talk about each one, or uh, just uh, you know, just try to take that in. I hope our audience, who is not in our community, would would walk through those things. Yeah, it's God is is focused on us, and we've got to focus on that. Sure, that's important. I, I think it is funny I, when you're talking about this. This I think there's a trap or a temptation in culture to compare our tragedies, right? And we just mentioned yeah. that. I wanted to <laughs> right. I wanted to bring it into a, a kind of a, a social context or a, um, yeah. using a movie. I think about the movie Jaws. <laughs> you remember when the dudes are on the boat and they're all comparing their scars? You know, they're putting their foot up and saying, I got bit by a shark. And, you know, this yeah. one's like, I broke my arm and this. Spanish <laughs> lady. I'm hearing the song. Yeah, that's right. And farewell and adieu. Yeah. But the, I think that's that right. that is a great, um, a great imagery for, uh-huh. for us to hold on to because the world wants to tell you to compare your scars. Right. And, and that is dangerous yeah. because, you know, it either makes you feel like, oh, I've gone through this amazing right. thing and, you know, versus, oh, my, my, my thing's not that important. So I just wanted to kind of conceptualize yeah. that for folks and say, don't yeah. go there with this. 
Right. Instead, shift your focus, and then these are the things to kind of to focus on in doing that. So, you know, we've got uh, we've got a, a little bit before the break here. The first one again: if you focus on His love for you, mm-hmm. your love for Him will grow from that. We need to brag on how much He loves us, <laughs> how much we love Him, instead of how much we love Him. It, we get it backwards. Yeah, we love we walk around doing that, and we got to flip it. Yeah, that and that's a good point for kind of like those who've grown up in Christian culture or whatnot. And you know, you get to a kid and they do the Bible right. drills, and you know, what I mean, it's like you know, I yeah. I love Jesus, and and here's how I can go through my right. Bible and show you and <laughs> recite all the books and stuff. And it's great practice yeah. to begin to you know dive mm-hmm. in and chew His Word. But it can become dangerous when you begin to elevate your own self right. in the midst of that. And right. that's that's something that you know it's to put that mirror on yourself and look in it and go, man, am I elevating my love for God? Yeah, yeah. By how I'm presenting myself, yeah. Or am I elevating His love for me? That's right, man. It's a, Jesus loves me is, is the greatest song in history. <laughs> that's right. But we got to take that in our hearts, not just uh, you know make a nursery rhyme out of it. <laughs> right. It's uh, we got to live that way. He loves me. He loves me. And uh, you know, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, all love me, love you, man. When you get a hold of that and you live like a son. Man, that's powerful. Yeah. Set you free. That's a great starting place. But we're going to take a, a quick break here. We don't want anybody to go anywhere. Uh, we're going to come back right after uh, right after a short break to kind of dive into this a little bit further. As Kevin said, we'd invite you to, to jump in with us here, Portable Faith Community. You can learn more at uprint.life, Y-O-U-P-R-I-N-T dot L-I-F-E. At Uprint, we believe that fully developed people are the greatest asset of any organization. If your organization is looking to develop a culture of satisfaction, well-being, and unified purpose among its members, Uprint is the breath of fresh air that will help. Our faith development workshops are geared to help the members of your organization uncover their God-given potential and work within a streamlined corporate vision from a place of individual value. We work with some of the fastest growing, most dynamic organizations in both corporate and faith-based settings. And we offer a wide range of faith-driven, personal development, and cutting-edge business leadership topics. To learn more, schedule a discovery call by going to www.uprint.life. Hello, and welcome back to Wake Up Our Faith. This is the show where passion, purpose, and dreaming big challenge common sense. We like to think of it as a conversation to shed light on the upside of upside-down living. You're listening to Matt Ham, Kevin Adams. We're the co-founders of Uprint. Many thanks to Nick Craig and studio producing the show today for Wilmington's Big Talker, WFBT. Uh, Kev, we got to thank our corporate partners for making this show possible. <laughs> One of those being Freeman Landscaping, the largest privately owned land and irrigation firm in eastern North Carolina, family owned and operated since 1992. These folks do great work, both residential and commercial landscaping and irrigation. Do give them a call, 910-796-1166. Um, today, we're, we're diving into um, how to shift our focus uh, from the things that will distract us from our purpose, calling, destiny, whatever, you know, that thing, versus that will fuel it. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had a great text in the Portable Faith community today. We're kind of breaking that down. Um, so let's carry on. Yeah, so the idea is... Uh no matter how tragic it is, uh, you can turn it into something that will truly change lives. So, you know, the, the example of the guy in prison, uh, and there's more than one, but but he this guy had the worst. 
he can't you can't get his life he cannot get those years back or all the pain but he is helping other people now and it, god just planted him in the ground and he's been through it and now a lot of people are getting helped and you know this guy's taken a settlement that that he got and he's turned it into something that's going to help a lot of people mm. that is valuable powerful you know, that's how he gives life when life was taken from him, it's upside down kingdom stuff. Mm-hmm. So uh, anyway, yeah, for us at whatever level, um, God wants to do the same thing through you, and you can always do that. So it's this idea of count it all joy uh, when various trials occur, and it doesn't say don't count it all joy when things don't. You know, when things are great, you always count it all joy. joy. So how how much God loves you? This is the first place to start. And uh, if you do that as a practice, really go there. Take it into your heart regularly. Your love for him will grow from that. I hear people actually pretty often saying, yeah, I just feel distant from God. I don't, I don't uh, you know, I think I love him, but is he real? Is he there? And you want to feel him, start feeling him, start to focus on it. Start to feel it in your heart. Go there. How much he loves you. And uh, I mean, just even that, he, he will he will step into that. What would you say, Kevin, to the person who's in so much pain mm-hmm. that they have difficulty believing that God loves them? Like if they're in that place where they're they're really struggling with that reality um, because of the pain, etc. Yeah. Where would you encourage someone that's in the, that despair place to to start? Well, despair is a deep well. Um, uh, it's it's very and I've been there. It's very difficult to uh, to overcome that by creating a, a an answer or you know we're looking for relief so bad. So we have to we have to yield. We have to rest. We have to begin to trust. And it's not. I'm not saying it's easy, and I'm not trying to be trite about it. And I have lived it. Um, but it's kind of that idea that if you're thrown in a well. You've got to wait for it to rain so you can float to the top. You're not going to dig yourself out of it. So you have to. We go through those normal processes, and you know the. But uh, but these are our way to just take a bite, just start to focus on on God, and uh, you can start anywhere. You know, just close your eyes, and I sometimes I hold a fist in front of my face just so I can feel something physical. And I'm just uh, say, Father, I know you're there. I know you can hear me, and uh, and it even that kind of opens my heart up, so I can hear him. One one days when I you have know, struggle with it, so there's always something you can do. It's kind of like saying to the guy in the back of the room who's saying, uh, you know, write a paper, and he's saying, Well, I can't. I got writer's block. Well, then write about that. Write about your pain. When I started writing and blogging and all that years ago. Um, uh, I had I just wrote about my pain, what I was going through. I, I didn't know it would turn into a book and all that stuff. So anyway, there's always a place to start, but start small and do it often and feel it. That's the key. So hopefully that answers. Yeah, you know it's not easy, but it, you can do it. Yeah, I think you know I'm I'm, I'm thinking about uh, I don't know why this was on my heart, but Victor Frankel. You know who wrote the great book *Man's Search for Meaning*? It was just he was in a concentration camp for goodness' sake, you know, and and how he studied this thing in these people who were in this horrendous position. Yeah, and it was those who lived with hope 
who actually survived. You have to practice hope. Yeah. It doesn't just arrive. Sure. Um, so, yeah. No, that's a great example. Holocaust victims. Wow. You know, that's some crazy, tragic stuff, man. Heartbreaking. But it, it, it human um, existence is littered with it throughout history. Mm-hmm. And so it, it's very encouraging. But uh, so just to stay on, on the, the points, we're, we're trying to eat this thing like a little nibble mm-hmm. at a time. But but make it quality and meaningful. So his if you focus on so another one would be if you focus on his patience with you, uh, your mind will learn to rest. Now these sound sort of like sermon notes or something. They, they sound trite or surface level, but the point is is take some time and begin to focus on how patient God has been with you. And I can remember you know I get kind of in a watch sometimes and. And I know he got me, he really spoke this to me. I heard it years ago in a powerful way, and I nearly ran through a stoplight. It would have been bad, but he hit me with this, and it caught my attention. But he said, be patient with me. I've been patient with you. Hmm. And it was so one of the most powerful things I've ever uh, heard or felt have been impressed upon my spirit. So he wants us to focus, but, but it's not just... God, where are you? Kind of stuff, right? You know, it's actually his good, these amazing attributes of his personality, his patience with us. Because mm. on that, I promise you, your heart will learn to rest. Then you can step into peace. If you focus on peace, he'll give you relief. It'll come. Uh, but uh, so there's another one, uh, and then uh, the next one. Um, and jump in. I don't want to, you know, take over here. No, go ahead. Here's one I love. This one, uh, I just love this one. People don't realize God likes them. Yeah. That's, I, I went through most of my life not, not feeling that, you know. And uh, so focus on, and we can talk about it, but focus on how much God likes you. He made you. He made your, your, your uh, every attribute of your personality, your soul. Yeah. That's a... He likes you. Yeah. <laughs> this is a big, I think, a big challenge point for a lot of folks in Western Christianity because God has, um, unfortunately, in many in many ways, uh, been presented as a impersonal and unattainable kind of thing. You know, I'll never right. get there and, right. you know, just uh, kind of what was me type thing. And, yeah. and you begin to depersonalize God. Um, and, and you don't believe that he likes you. Yeah. you know? It's like, well, he doesn't like me. He hates sin, and therefore I'm a sinner <laughs> and he hates me. It's that kind of like crazy, earthly, depraved logic mm-hmm. that, um, man, it just drives us into this well. And so you know, I would just say for the person listening who may have never heard that before is that God likes you. Like wrestle that down to the ground yeah. and sit with it for a little bit. Yeah, and, and being a parent is a great uh, place to fall back on when, yeah. you, when you struggle. Uh, recognize that you're, uh, you're, how you feel about your own children. God is so much more elevated than that. But that, you know, you like your kids, and uh, they can be bratty, uh, and, and we can be bratty, but he still likes us, not just loves us in a grand way, but he actually likes us. But so if you do that, and uh, what what will happen is your heart will learn to listen. So we've got some people that uh, one of the one guy, nicest guy you'd ever meet, uh, very 
entrepreneurial dude, but he's like, man, I just want to hear from God and, um, you know, but, but get a hold of this, you know, in, in your heart, you'll begin to, in your spirit, you know, up through your heart, all the way out through your hands, you will begin to, uh, to detect that still small voice when you know he likes you. Do you think that's a function of worthiness of not feeling worthy? Uh, you, you wouldn't be able to hear God because you don't feel like you're worthy of hearing from him. And do you think that has something sure. to do with it? Yeah, I, I do. I think you're right. It's uh, we feel uh, inadequate and all that. And, and the problem isn't that <laughs> it is true. The problem is that we put the weight on that. So we try to make ourselves, we try to climb this ladder of, of being adequate or, you know, it's like saying I'm the provider when it, that's uh it's not in scripture. Right. Um, God really nailed me with that one years ago because my identity was wrapped up in that. He said, you're not the provider. Now, I heard him say it, and he paused. He said, you're the conduit through which I provide. So there's a big old difference in, in those two things when it comes to handing out glory to me or him. Mm-hmm. You know, being a conduit, I get no glory. But I get the victory. So, yeah, it, we are inadequate, but... Uh, but he's covered that, and he likes us. Guys, wake up our faith back right after this. Uprint was built around the idea that everyone matters, and that's why everyone needs to uncover their God-given Uprint. Think of it this way. God wants to leave his fingerprints on the world through yours. We combine the very best personal mentoring with incredible high-quality faith development courses that bridges the gap between traditional personal development and sound biblical teaching. If you're ready to uncover your why, thrive in your gifts, and live the life of impact you were created for, Uprint is for you. Go to www.uprint.life to schedule a free discovery call. That's www.youprint.life. Hello, and welcome back to Wake Up Our Faith, the show where passion, purpose, and dreaming big challenge common sense. To think of it as a conversation to shed light on the upside of upside down living. Matt Ham, Kevin Adams with you every single week. We are the co founders of Uprint, a faith and personal development organization kind of focused on helping you uncover your genius discover your why, and live the life of impact you were created for. Uh, We believe that that is fostered and fueled by faith because the Word says, without faith you cannot please God. And uh, that's really all that matters, right? (laughs) Right. Can't apply moderation to it, so let's get on with it. Um, We are thankful to our corporate partners for making this show possible, one of those being Chad Honeycutt and the Honeycutt Group, our exclusive insurance partner, uh, insurance brokerage firm right here in Wilmington, family-owned and operated for more than 10 years Uh, Do give Chad and his team a call if you need any help regarding insurance, home, auto, life, whatever it might be, 910-338-1773. Kev, today, uh, for those who just may be tuning in, uh, we're talking about the power in adversity Mm -hmm. and in difficulty when we allow God to use it to bring about his purposes through it. Right. And so we've been going through some stuff. Folks can go back and re-listen on the podcast. They hadn't caught up. But uh, but for, for here, where we are in this, is we're walking through sound of a couple of steps to shift our focus. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's let's kind of pick up where we left off last segment. Sure, yeah. Well, <clears throat> it, it, it's about stewarding your moment. Uh, everybody's got a moment. 
and 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 that moment is often tragic in, in appearance, and and it, it certainly can be uh, painful, uh, betrayal, uh, losing <laughs> life and limb, uh, livelihood, all of that. Um, but uh, God means everything to be used for good, and uh, He can and will do that. He is not the great I can; He's the great I am, willing, and we see that. So. Anything we've gone through, uh, if it's a loss to us, it will remain a loss unless we turn it into uh, letting him, allowing him to, to use it for benefit of others. And uh, it, frankly, I think it's the reason that some of us are born, uh, and, and that's a heavy thing to say, but, uh, I mean, the world has been changed by amazing people with this incredible humility to step into why they're here after they've been saved. All right, so all that said, it's a big, huge thing. So you want to take baby steps. Just I call it the hummingbird approach. Just go in and get a little bit of sugar water. Start to spend time with your father. Start to view him as your father. Uh, You know, it's not just about hanging out with Jesus. It's about understanding what Jesus was pointing to, which is you're a child of God. You have a father. Uh, Let's all get in line and and let him love on us, and he will. So those are the things we've walked through, uh, how much God loves you. uh, That'll help your love grow, uh, how patient he is with you. uh, That'll help you rest. Um, How much he likes you, which is probably my favorite, that'll teach you how to listen. Because when someone likes you, uh, you you, you tend to listen to Mm -hmm. them. You can give them your heart. Yeah, yeah, you trust them. And, uh, and then the last one was his faithfulness. If you hmm. focus on his faithfulness towards you, and man, you can do it. I mean, you can write so many good things that he is, does, and has done in your life uh, leading up to it, uh, no matter what. If you focus on that, you will learn to walk with him, and you'll also know that every footstep uh, has a, a, a landing. It's already counted with hmm. a ready place to land. So those are, uh, you know, four... Really good points that you can focus on every day, um, no matter what your circumstances, uh, no matter how difficult they are, and uh, no matter if you're in prison or in a prison in your mind, Yeah, you can focus on this. You know, uh, one of the questions we ask Kevin often when we're interviewing folks, mm-hmm. and you know, we've done this from time to time, business leaders, we have, of course, folks on the show. One of the questions I love that we've, we've asked people is, what do you admire most in people. Like, what do you admire in people? You know, we ask that. I was actually thinking through that question, my own life. And, and what came to me was, is man, I admire folks who have been through pain. Mm -hmm. I really admire folks who have been through pain and adversity and stewarded it with these four things, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and and it was funny because I feel like God kind of spoke this to me um, you know, is, is follow people with scars kind of thing. It was like this idea, of <laughs> yeah. course, Jesus is touch them, you know? Right. But I mean, you look at so many people in, in like Western culture mm-hmm. and it, it's an epidemic on social media and our phones to present this thing. Like we've got it all figured out. There is no pain. The facade right. is pretty. The car is shiny and clean yeah. and, and there's nothing under the hood. We've talked about that before. Yeah. I, I really feel mm-hmm. like that there is, um, such great power in someone who's lived through adversity and stewarded it this way. Mm-hmm. And I just want to encourage those listeners to, you know, really press into that and get honest about who you're following and 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 question maybe how they've stewarded their own pain. Yeah. 
Well, I think that the number one thing that that will last that people will listen to is being genuine and humble. And uh, if you've got that, then that's the start to everything. And if you've got a story, people will listen to that when you um, allow them to identify with you and you're you're not uh, forcing it on them. You're just being, you're just sharing something. Something that's very painful speaks very loudly. Mm. Um, uh, So yes, absolutely, and I agree with that. Um, so you know, there's, but there's all levels of pain. And, and so to get into the bathwater of comparing that yeah. is, is just stupid. Just know that people hurt, uh, for a lot of different reasons. And a lot of it is stuff that they just don't need to be carrying around. We got two, uh, two guys we work with who are, uh, have dyslexia, amazing guys, man. I just love both of them so much. One in particular is, uh, you know, a lot of our content is, 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 to read, you have to read it. And, uh, you know, walking through that process and just digging in, it really helps me see, wow, this is not easy for, for you. You know, this is hard. And so, but man, this one guy is so smart and just such a good heart, but it's hard for him to sit there. And so, so he's dealing with things that are, um, painful from a lifetime of feeling judged and rejected uh, for, you know, just little things like going to the board and doing a math problem in class, how devastating that is. Well, that's, that is a tragedy for him. Sure. So, but he's turning that around and, uh, recognizing that his genius is something way bigger than that on the, on another spectrum. So anyway, point is, is tragedies are, uh, they come in all shapes and sizes and we can't diminish it, uh, by comparing, just step in recognize that God is focused on you. When you do that, uh, it's amazing. Then you begin to live in focus on him and it'll heal all that. But it, not only that, it'll give it a why you'll start to be able to use that, those scars to bless people. Yeah. Would you say that, um, in fact, it is your greatest points of pain. It is your strongholds. It is your, uh, where God wants to work the most. Absolutely. I think that's a great litmus, uh, you know the things that you've been through. Uh, they are typically the areas of authority that God gives you. Mm. Uh, you know, if you've lost your everything, uh, then God will restore that and build it on a rock and uh, and give you great stewardship over it. If you let Him, you have to be patient. But yeah, I mean, uh, you know, we see that over and over again. So, yeah, but I, I, just to sum that up, yeah, I think uh, he, he gives you authority in the areas that you have been through it. Mm. And think about what Jesus went through. He's our model. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're not meant to emulate. Uh, we're not trying to save anybody. We, you know, we're, we can't hang on a tree for somebody. But we do follow sonship. We yeah. do need to act and live like a son or daughter of, of the living God, our Father. So in doing that, Jesus has suffered every kind of, pain and betrayal, you know, down to being spit on and having his beard pulled out. This guy felt it all. So he understands mm-hmm. um, from a man perspective. And uh, uh, but, but anyway, all that said is, yeah, like, <laughs> God, it, if you go through one thing in your life, 
uh, God will give you authority in that area. Yeah, I do believe that. I think that's a great point. Just as, as we kind of wrap up today's show for those tuning in, it's just that God wants to give you authority in the place of your greatest pain if yeah. you will let him help you steward it well. Yes. And, and these Absolutely. four points are that we went through today are a very tangible and practical yeah, way simple. to begin to steward your pain right. so that you can stand up on the authority That's right. and really live from that anointing. You know, this is one of those things, yeah. Kev, it, it, we talk about and identity from anointing through gifts mm-hmm. and then apply your effort. That's a powerful thing. We yeah. invite folks to dive in if you want to dive into that personally. Um, we're wrapping up the show, Kev. I want to make sure that we just tell people mm-hmm. that they can get plugged in at uprint.life, Y-O-U-P-R-I-N-T dot L-I-F-E, We'd love to connect with them. Yeah, yeah, we're getting we're we're doing a whole overhaul and uh, going to be able to to customize and, and do a lot more. So it's it's right around the corner next few weeks. Yeah, <laughs> it's a big deal. So if yes, you're in the is. community, hang on, and if you're not, uh, come on, jump in. Come on, guys! Great first hour here on Wake Up Our Faith. Back for a second hour, faith in business with a guest right after this.